All right, welcome back, everybody, for episode number 32 of the Dark Figures Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ryan. This is my co-host, Robert. Say hello, Robert. Hi, co-host, Robert. Oh, so sweet of you to yeah, actually, you know, I know I, I, on yeah. one this time. Yeah, this one, I, I got it this time. <laughs> well, we want to give a shout-out to everybody who has liked, subscribed, and followed our channel. We want to thank you very much for continuing to do so. And if you haven't yet, hit that like. Hit that follow, that subscribe button. And I hope people want to your side machine. something new. But without further ado, we have our guests here this week. We want to welcome Mark and Dizzle from Ghost Lives Matter. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello, hello. How are we doing? We're having Pretty us. good. Hell yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Ghost Lives Matter. If you were to describe your guys' band to somebody, how would you explain it? Um, probably like modern, progressive, metal. Just kind of a hodgepodge of Just stuff going on. Yeah. Melting pot of a little, everything. That's awesome. A little bit, a lot of you know, metal influences. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, you guys have the same influences or? Um, well, so like what got me into music. So growing up, I have a traditional Mexican family. So mm -hmm. all I listened to was mariachi music yeah. at the okay. beginning. And then my brother kind of introduced me to like rap music. Oh, so okay. In the early 2000s, I was DMX, Cisco, yeah. freaking. Oh, yeah. Thoughts yeah, on all that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Down, but yeah. I still listen to that every once in a while. Right. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I remember one day I was, uh, like, I think the Thong Song music video just ended, uh -huh. and the Headbangers Ball kicked in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the first song was Chop Suey. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that changed my whole life. Yeah. After that, I sold my brother's guitar. Yeah. And then I was kind of, like, just stuck on System of a Down all of my, the remainder of my high school year. Yeah. And I joined the Marine Corps, and when I got to Iraq, this guy was like, bro, Here's this flash drive, and I had Nile and uh, oh, Alshon yeah. Parrish, and oh, yeah. like all these different bands, and that that wrecked me too. Like changed my whole life again. Yeah. And uh, so, like right now, I listen to a lot of Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. I listen to a lot of System, a lot of um, a Trivium, um, like Nile, Meshuggah. Uh, I was really heavily into Periphery, and I got him into Periphery. Really, oh, yeah. And I, I kind of started slowing down on that, and like I'm, I'm basically listening to the same stuff I was listening to in 2012, and trying to figure it all out. Like I recently just got into Vale of Maya, like this last year. Oh wow, like, yeah. yeah, dude, they've been around for a hot minute. Yeah, you know, and I didn't know about them. Great. They, they had a lot of changes in their music. Though, they too. did. They yeah. had, and a lot of vocal changes. Yeah. A lot of key changes. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Those guys are phenomenal. Right, right, right. The reason I, I started tuning to drop. B. Oh, oh yeah. wow, yeah. <laughs> Get low. Letting you the string fall off. Uh, we do half six, half seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You kind of divvy it up a little bit, just we depending got on the three groove. Three songs that are six string, three songs that are seven string. Yeah. Yeah. Is that ever something that you think about, like, God damn it, if I could just have it into one guitar? Or do you like having the variety? Uh, kind of. Yeah. You're like, I have all these guitars, might as well start it's, using it's more. It's kind of, of a bitch on stage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, we just. Kind of, we have like an interlude, yeah, that we turn on, give you a chance to kind of he yeah. does some talking or there's something going on in the background. I mean, I kind of like the guitar changes because to me, um, the stage, the chaos of the stage, yeah, yeah. is like the closest thing to like what I had in the Marine Corps. So, oh, I as okay. soon as we start changing, I'm like looking around, like there was What's going once, on? I think it was Ghost Lives when a string broke and you didn't notice, and I reached over for the spare guitar. And handed it to him and switched it just on the fly. Oh, really? Yeah. Like so, I love the chaos of the stage. Yeah. Right. Sometimes, like you know, the audience 
they get a bad show because like either the sound guy's off or whatever the hell. Right. When I'm on stage, I'm just yeah in my own place, oh, yeah. happy as a bird. Yep. <laughs> but it, but it also it, it when you think about the instrument that you play, like especially for you playing guitar, like that's also kind of like your like you can show your personality like based on the guitar that you purchase, right? Because when you right. think of like Tom Mor- Mor- Morello, 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 Tom Morello from Rage, and it's like he's got that iconic guitar with all the stickers, and it's beat the shit, and it's right. like, but when you see that guitar, you know whose guitar it is, right? right. Well, just hearing how he plays, though, well, too, is the that, same way. That, it, like, he it has goes a certain style. It's yeah. like, you, yeah. you know it's him. But but it's it, it goes along with the character right. of who Tom is. So, like, when you see someone play a guitar or, like, a Dean, you're like, oh, God, Dimebag. Right? Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like, it's that iconic visual that also kind of goes along with who you are as a musician, too. Right. Hey, a lot of people think, oh, a lot of people take the Iceman, the Ivan is Iceman, to... Uh, What's his name? The, the guy from Kiss? I think it's Stanley. Stanley. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley. Yeah. But I see Darren Malenkin from System of a Down. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, that's what Dean's too. I think uh, was it uh, Dave Mustaine? I think he's done Dean too. Is he? Yeah. I can't remember. Is he? Yeah. Okay. He just doesn't have the flying V. I, I never yeah. get that close to seeing Dave Mustaine <laughs> to know what he's. Playing. I only saw him once actually. Yeah. Uh, here, that was a good show. Yeah. But yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Scott, Scott would have been one to yeah. give that one to. I was like, I, 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 Scott's like, yeah, I've seen him like twelve times, like get in a in a dungeon somewhere. Yeah, he, saw what he didn't have such a raspy normal yeah. voice. Yeah. Yeah. He just left Metallica, you yeah. know. Yeah. We were hanging out. Yeah, Grandpa Scott there. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna love that. I saw that show though at the Reno event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For yeah. the End Game. Endgame tours, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. actually a good album. For yeah, one of no, it was. Early, it was pretty good. Yeah, later album. Yeah. yeah, well, and especially like what what they're putting out now, you wouldn't think that they would be as thrashy as it is. And I think mm-hmm. their new album is just like holy shit. It's like they went back and I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I think it, it sounds really. I think he good. did great on the new album. It's, yeah, it, yeah, he did go right. back to his thrash roots and not like dumb it down to where it's like, oh, I'm gonna put a bunch of radio right, hits right, out right. there. What do you guys yeah. think of the new Metallica? Mm, I mean, I haven't I listened did, to it. Honestly. Yeah. Um, no. I haven't given it the time of day yet. I only heard that single. That's yeah, the, the only single. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was I pretty good. Right now, it's just that. Yeah. yeah. It's better than like, you know, like Load. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think a lot of albums are great. <laughs> Saint Anger. So, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was a late bloomer. Like, the, like again, like my whole family being all the mariachis, I didn't get into Metallica until Saint Anger. Oh, really? Yeah, so the first time, I was like, this is great. Yeah. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like oh, over man. years, like relearning metal history or learning metal history, yeah. and then hearing the old stuff, I was like, "Oh, never mind." You, never, <laughs> you didn't hear the Black album for no, no. Like wow. the closest thing to to rock or metal I had pre me finding System of a Down was my brother had Raging Against the Machine, the first album. Yeah, and I stole it from him. My mom was so conservative that she would pick the music. Uh-huh. It was the now, the yeah. now discs. Oh, yeah. now that's yeah. what I call yeah, music. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. used to hide. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I used to hide uh, my brother. I still my brother's CDs, and I would hide them in the now albums. Oh, yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. So okay. that's what I did, and so it was Rage first, and then System of a Down, and like System of a Down is what really got me into to to rock and to metal, playing yeah. guitar, like. Rage was great, but I was just like, I like this. I'll listen to it. System made me steal my brother's guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I stole all of my brother's shit. <laughs> yeah, I stole all of his stuff. So your family didn't let you listen to that type of music? Or no. no? It, um, 
I think they're uh, again like very conservative. Um, like they took us to church all the time, yeah. all that stuff. So I think they had the idea that all oh, that was devil music. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and like I remember the first time I heard the Eminem album, the Marshall Matters. Yeah. Yeah. That shit scared me. Really? It literally scared me because yeah. all that I grew up on was. Beach Boys, right. mariachi and this music. This guy's killing his mom. And right, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. What the fuck? Right, right. So it took me a, a long time to get into outside of my, uh, I guess, cultural heritage music. Yeah. 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 It took me a while. Really? Yeah. Right. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. Like, I grew up listening to predominantly rap. Yeah. Like, gangster rap. Yeah. Rap, yeah. You know, fucking you know, all kinds of weird shit. Like, you know, Brother Lynch and yeah. stuff like yep. that. And like my mom was totally cool with that. Uh-huh. Like I, I look back and I'm like, wow, she just like let me listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, That's crazy. You come from somewhere. Yeah. I didn't get into like heavier music or like even just like classic rock. It took me until like, you know, my late teens. Yeah. Before I started, you know, getting into, you know, rock music. You yeah. Know? And mm-hmm. then it just slowly progressed into like you know, more like savage music. Yeah, you know, it's like, a building blocks. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think you got me into Killswitch when I was in Karin before. Yeah. That was oh, like yeah. 2011. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't even hear about Killswitch until like 2011, 2010. Yeah, yeah. and then after that, I was like, God. Yeah, fuck, dude, Killswitch. The, the yeah. vocals. Dude, well, well, especially <laughs> with Howard Jones because yeah. I mean they had Jesse Leach and I was uh, I was introduced to them from 04, oh, for sure. which was when Alive and Just Breathing was out. And right. so that was the album that was like, oh, damn, for me. And then Into Heartache came out, and I was like, that man's got some voice. That right. doesn't sound like the same dude. Oh, wait, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I... Like Howard Jones it has yeah, been, by far, one of my favorite vocalists of all time. The man can do it all. Right. Everything. He's got the power. He's got the harmony. He's got everything. Right. And he's just a down-to-earth dude, because I, I had the very fortunate pleasure of being able to meet him in person. And it wasn't... Like this whole, like we went and had drinks or anything, but it was definitely, it was that warp Tour of 08. And I got to see him and he was there at the booth and everything. And I got their signatures on a poster back here oh, from that cool. year at warp Tour. And I was like, I'm going just for them. And I remember going to that booth and getting everyone's autograph. And he was the last one. And I was just like, ah, dude, you made it for me. You're the reason that I'm doing what I want to do right now. Well, I mean, you and Jesse for that matter. Right. But bottom line, you guys are the reason I want to do what I want to do. And he's like, Yo, man, that is really cool, man. He right. was like, he goes, do you want a picture? I was like, I don't have a phone on me. And he was all, smart, don't break it here. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, it was a pleasure, man. And you that was a just sketch like, artist? And that was it Sketches for me. I was like, yes! Yeah, I can beat that guy, you know? Yeah. But everybody, and, and it's cool because, like, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast before because I also came from hip-hop background. I think we all did. with all my friends in yeah. high school and middle school and you know, I, I was a big Eminem fan. I listened to all the Dre albums, all the Snoop albums, DMX. Uh, um, you know, I was into like some underground stuff like hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I'm just, I just there's something about hip hip hop that it's right. like it's easy to bob your head to. Right. And then when I was introduced to metal, I think my first like true like heavy when I mean and because I've list I listened to Disturbed. I heard what was on right. the radio. Right. Mm-hmm. But but I think the first time that I listened to like metalcore was as it lay dying yeah 94 hours yeah, yeah, and i remember yeah right. and i was like i didn't know what to do with that right and i was like damn like i was kind of like yeah. i don't know if i could ever like this and here i am listening to shit three times heavier than that right, right. <laughs> I, I remember when i was in high school when i figured out system there was this guy 
Corey, I forget his last name, but we're going to the air races, bus trip to the air races. Yeah. I think it was ROTC or something. And he was like, oh, you like Slipknot? You should check out this band Slipknot. And fucking, when I first heard it, I thought it was one drummer. Like, I didn't know if he knew if he was oh, messing with me. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck yeah. is so going, much going on, on right yeah. now? This is so crazy. And well, technically, like, it is one drummer. Right, right, right. right. I mean, and, Joe, and, Joey was the drummer. There yeah, was two, yeah. two other percussionists. <laughs> right, right, right. But still, yeah, hearing those, like, the, the cake. cake yeah. The cake. The cake. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it just and that added to the atmosphere, right? And you were like, "Oh my god!" Like that is different than anything. And then, of course, Lars did it too with Saint Anger. Yeah, but that was Clank. like now, like now, now that I know more. Yeah, hearing that snare, it's like, "Oh, I hear what." Oh yeah, that's about. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. It's As, every single time he hits the snare. Yeah. It's not just a no. random, yeah. you know, keg on the floor or something. <laughs> every single time. Yeah. yeah how long has uh, Ghost Lives Matter been around then? When did you guys I form? I think it was 2017. Uh, 2017. I wow. Think so. yeah. Not too, not too yeah. long ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, um, so what had happened was, um, I think this was before I moved to Los Angeles, but he had showed me some stuff that he was working on. And uh, I, originally he wanted me to do the guitars for it. And yeah. at the time I was doing guitars. And I was like, oh, I'm moving to, I'm moving to Los Angeles. I can't, you know, blah, blah. And I left. And... Um, I did this whole other thing, and then as I was getting ready to come back home, he sent me an email of a sample again, just out of the blue. Like, I don't yeah. think I even told him I was coming home. He just sent me an email. And I was like, this is really fucking good. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to play guitars. And I was like, can I try vocals? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you can try vocals. And uh, uh, he, uh, I remember he used to tell me that at one point he was like, this close, this close from asking me to step down. Because <laughs> it was my first time doing vocals. Uh -huh. And, okay. you know, I did a lot of... I could match pitch with other vocalists, yeah. like you know, on other discs. Yeah. Right. But then having your own and making your own figure out. Yeah, right. that was yeah. a whole. I did not realize how hard that was going to be. Yeah. And then I had a buddy of mine, um, Jordan Nelly. Mm -hmm. He he used to play in Fracture Fracture Line. He was actually in Behold the Mo uh, Monolith for oh, okay. a whole disc, and uh, he does extreme metal vocals lessons. Mm -hmm. So. One I used to listen to, up with him. Yeah, I, I used to watch Archer all the time and drink just bottles of tequila and fucking <laughs> the, the, the the season where Jules is teaching Caroline and Carol Lee uh -huh. how to sing. I hit him up. I was like, I want you to be my Jules. I want you to come over and just fucking spend a whole. I'll pay you for a whole week. Yeah. To just I'll pay for your ticket and everything. Help we me. came, and in that week, he helped me so much. And he was like, bro, yeah, you're good. You're ready. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. yeah you, sometimes you just need that to get a little right. bit of there, he, he taught me a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Like, don't drink any beer before the stage. No, don't do yeah. like, don't smoking. None of that stuff. And how no to use my diaphragm. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> smoking cigarettes. Yeah, none right? of that. Right? As, he, as he's in the middle of songs and yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no Randy Black. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly yeah. that, right? Yeah. I'll need a beer too. Right. Chase it down. <laughs> and everybody's got their thing. If it works, it works, right? Yeah, me coming from nothing. What he when he showed me all of that stuff, I was just like, "This is what I'm doing. I'm just gonna take it. It's working." Yeah, and, yeah. And, just roll with it. Yeah, and I've, I think from when he showed me lessons to where I was, I took like a good ten steps up. Like, it was yeah. a major difference. Yeah. But yeah. and, and it, how long had you have been doing that before you like were like, all right, that's it. That's this is what I want to do. I want to do vocals. How long were you training with him? Oh, well, I mean, the reason why I decided to do vocals, it's a long fucking story, but when I was in Los Angeles, I was in a band called Born For War, uh -huh. right? And uh, me and the other guitarist, who's uh, a female, we wrote everything. We fucking, 
uh, like I wrote, I think it was like four songs. And what we did was we took turns. We, you know, like when you when you write a song, it's purely yours. And then when you bring it to a band, yeah. collaborating, right? Yeah, yeah. So she would give me her music and I would tear it apart and add stuff to it. Yeah. And then I would give her my music and she would tear it apart and yeah. add her stuff to it, right? So me and her wrote the whole album. And then the drummer got crazy and did a whole bunch of stuff. Like he accused me of being in love with her. There, it was it was a, the band born were for they, one. Were they together or? Uh, well, he okay. So we're a band of four Marines. Uh, one active, three inactive, and then we had a random bass player, right? Uh -huh. A civilian bass player. She was dating a guy in a band called Kings of Carnage. Okay. They were all military: two army, three Marines. Uh -huh. She was married to the lead singer, who was a Marine. Okay. So he would he just went straight to the singer and was like. He told me he's in love with your fucking girl. And that fucking oh just destroyed everything. And I even still have this email. But after he got me kicked out of the band, he sent me an email trying to get me to give my rights away. To the band? To the band. Wow. Just to just to continue on. Just to continue without, on. Without yeah. you, yeah. And and like so I went to LA, I went to the Music Institute, we went to music I went to music business and they taught us like inner band agreements and how yeah. to like legally maintain a band and all that yeah. stuff. So we created an inner band agreement. And the chick came up with the name of the band, right? So yeah. I remember she was like, how are we splitting the ownership of the name? And I, I looked at her and I was like, you came up with the name. If you want to give the rights away to anyone, that's up to you. To me, you're 100% owner. Right. Yeah. And she was like, I'm going to split it between you, TK, and myself because we're the three original. Right. And I was like, if that's what you want to do. Right. That's so up that, to you, right? yeah. So then they were trying to get me to sign the name to the right away. Mm. And I was like, I'll do it if you pay me all the money I spent helping recording the album. Yeah. You pay me back, yeah, yeah. it's yours. Right. And they're like, nope. And I was like, then fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so that put a mental block on my guitar playing skills, my, uh. my ability. Like, I had this whole, I did the whole, like, uh, what's it called? A cliche yeah. music run where, you know, I get fucked. And so that put me in a mental damper. Right. And so yeah. when he asked me to play guitar, I was like, yeah. I'm going to try yeah. vocals. Okay. And so I, I kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it was a big, it was a big group. It took me forever. Like, um, things that got me back into the guitar playing game was like Akasha. Akasha was touring. They lost a the guitar. So they're like, we want you to play. So you're managing us play for us. And I was like, okay, but because you guys are touring and you're asking me. Right, right. right. And I remember like leading up to the tours. I was kind of slacking off because there's this mental block. Yeah. And I was like, I just told them yes to this tour. Yeah. So at that point, I fucking grabbed my balls. Right. Fucking yeah. sat down, Put learned stuff, there. right? And fucking went on tour and did the thing. And I went on tour with them twice. I think only once I played with them. And then, uh, so I've been getting back into guitar, uh, yeah. getting over that stuff. And that's part of the reason why I did vocals with this guy. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, just to venture out of that. I, I, I mean, I understand that that block sometimes yeah. i get in those just even if i don't have an issue with abandonment i'm like just uh, fuck, i don't even want to play mm. i'll get those practices you ever go to those practices you're like i'm not feeling it today guys i'll tell them straight out i'm like hey i'm not this today's not the day dude when right. when i was with four 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 marines we practiced seven days a week jeez that, we that's eight crazy. hour days what like i'm not even fucking kidding we were monsters holy shit it was crazy when we did the uh the battle for uh uh, not fest yeah. the reps that they had at the end they're like who the fuck are you guys yeah. yeah that's our lawyer get his number yeah fucking put out a single yeah hurry right. up yeah and then when we did the summer for uh, uh the battle for summer slaughter 
um, when we went to meet the reps again, that rep was like, I know these motherfuckers. Yeah. Just a bunch of motherfuckers that never needed my advice in the first place. Oh, What's up? oh, oh shit. shit. Right? Yeah. So he was like, get a fucking single out. Yeah. Get a fucking single out. Like, we were brutal, dude. Like, yeah. it, was, it was kind of crazy how intense we were because, well, the reason why we were so intense, since we're all veterans, yeah. the GI was paying for our school, our oh. rent. Oh, no they shit. were paying for our recordings. Yeah. We did wow. nothing but skate, smoke, and fucking play music. And like a bunch of Marines again, there are so many ladies around. It was a crazy time in yeah. Los Angeles. So we were living a really good time. Like the basis is we had to keep switching because we were monsters. Yeah. Four Marines, the egos yeah, yeah. that we had. Oh, yeah. We were yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. stomping on people, bro. Like I remember You guys were button heads that, that not until time? not until not until that happened. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Not until with the whole uh, you know, the drummer ended, ended up getting upset. We yeah. were fucking brothers. Like it yeah, was it yeah. was awesome. There was even this one time I was like getting intense, like, bro, I see the fucking future. It's gonna be really good. And I went to do an audition for another band and the whole band came with me. And my drummer was like, bro, I, I'm seeing deja vu. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, fucking, we just, we're going to be doing shit. And yeah. after we did the NotFest show, that same rep came. And he was like, I want to tell you right now that out of the, the level of you guys are, you guys are fucking murdering. You guys should be yeah. on the bigger stage. Right. Like, it's fucking, you guys are brutal. Like, keep it the fuck up. And um, I remember I was like, my buddy was like, bro, we need to play NotFest next year. I was like, I don't want to play NotFest this year. I'll go to Europe, bro. Yeah. I'll go to San Bernardino. Like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like, we live here. Let's go fucking over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, I get you. I yep. get you. And I was like, right. Yeah. So we were on the path. I think what happened was we went into a recording studio and the recording owner was in everybody's ear talking shit. Oh, That's what they like to do. Shit, they bro. like to do that. That's yeah. it. It was crazy, oh, how, man. Yeah. But you guys were good. Like you guys played not fast, right? Right. We and played not fast. Yeah, that's that's big. Dude. It was it was that's it was big, oh and it got me a hard on for festivals. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, because yeah. we walked in, and when the vendors found out we were playing on stage, they gave us free, there was guys giving us free pot. Right. Yeah. yeah free, anything you need. Yeah. Anything right. we need. Yeah. It was great. Is that your phone vibrating? Mine. I, I thought it was mine, but I don't think so. No, I I checked mine. That was all. It's not mine. <laughs> So, yeah. so with all that, with that information, uh, I mean, you already knew kind of his history. So having him join and what was the inspiration of going, like, I want you on guitar? Well, you know, I played in Karin uh-huh. for like yeah. most of my playing career, you know, uh-huh. which I love those guys to this yeah. day. Those are my brothers. Diva and all them. Yeah. Right. Love those guys. Pound cake. Right. But, um, we had differing, like, I guess, artistic uh-huh. direction. Uh-huh. Like. Yeah. Um, as far as like music, I, w- I wanted to do something different, you know, because yeah. I'm just like a different type of cat, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like fucking jazz and yeah. weird influences, you know, beyond just metal. Yeah. You know, so like I had this itch, you know, like that I wasn't getting scratched in current, you yeah, know, yeah. nothing towards those guys. Those guys are amazing. Yeah. And I love their music too. But yeah, it was like. I wanted to play something different as well. Yeah. yeah. So I started writing my own music through a program like Ableton. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to them. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Give him a yeah. start. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know, get like shameless plug in there. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, yeah, I started writing my own music, learning how to use the program. Yeah. And then uh, I was... You know, once I started actually being able to like write my own music, I was like, "Fuck!" You know, I kind of want to do this. Yeah. 
So I, I hit up Collective Mark. I was like, man, and hey, I sh- I play this shit. For a short time, <laughs> I also played with Karin for a short time. Uh-huh. And um, one of the best compliments I ever had from him, he was like, dude, I love writing with you because there's no ego. Yeah. And I mean, to me, when I was entering a band, Karin, like they had songs already. So I wasn't trying to... Change like everything. Change every write them right. and stuff. Like, I wasn't trying to like show off or anything. Right. So, That's not me. I'm right. doing me. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was, at first, I just learned what they told me to, to learn, right? Right. Yeah. And then from there, instead of trying to like do extra leads on top of his leads, yeah. I followed the drummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I just chugged with the drummer. Yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever he was doing with the, the bass beats, I just yep. followed him. Yep. So yeah. I was really supportive of him. Yeah. Uh, being the lead. And he hit me up and was like, bro, I want you to play guitar for me again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You made me feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, oh, I, feel all warm, I feel all warm and fuzzy <laughs> when you're playing guitar. Yeah, and like the first time he asked me, I think it was in like 2015, but that's when I was going to L.A. Mm-hmm. And then when I was, after I had done and dealt with all the, the Born for War stuff, I was on my way home and he sent me a sample of, I think it was like Gods and Kings or... Gods and Kings. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, whoa, yeah. this is really fucking good. And I was like, but I want to do vocals. Like, <laughs> I, I just, because like when I was in LA, I went through a whole like, spiritual thing too. Yeah. I became extremely confident in myself. Mm-hmm. Extreme, and that was also the whole with us four Marines, we were very we helped each other yeah. boost our, each other's confidence. Yeah. And it felt good. So we were extremely confident and I, with that confidence came with like a lot of like internalizing of like, wow, why was I being a bitch before? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You start thinking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so when he hit me up, I was like, I'm ready to do vocals. I have I have a, a whole bunch of stuff that I've learned on the streets of LA uh-huh. about expressing myself. Yeah. And I want to speak it now. Right. I don't want to show it with my fingers. I want to speak it. Like, like leading up to me being vocals for him, I remember I kept posting on Facebook, I need to spit fire. <laughs> I need to spit fire. And then Let this, this tiger loose. Yeah, and this hot fucking like hippie chick named Tia, she actually spits fire. Like she's a fire performer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was like, come over and I'll teach you. You're all, that's not what I meant. I was like, no, that's not what I meant, but I'm going anyways. Are they all named Tia? I'm here. <laughs> I know so many chicks that are like that, too. They're right. all named Tia for some reason. It's the white girls with dreadlocks. Yeah, and she taught me how to spit fire. Burning, burning man. Yeah. <laughs> and that made me feel good for a little bit, but then I stopped burning fire because I came back to here and it's yeah. super dry i can't yeah. just oh, fire yeah. anywhere yeah. i mean you can't but right <laughs> yeah like we used to go underneath like um like overpasses and stuff like that oh yeah it. so there's no way to catch anything right, right right and after so i told him i want to do vocals came and started writing stuff he would tell me because it's his music he wrote the music but like, this is my idea lyrically where it would go oh. and he was spiritually where i was at yeah mm. he was on that same path so i was like yeah. oh this is what i want to write about anyway. yeah yeah and it worked out really well. Like, yeah. There was only one song that we wrote that I, I hated, but it took, you know, they love it. Um, uh, oh, Hello Fear. It used to be called Midlife Crisis. Okay. And um, it took me a while. I, I rewrote that song twice. And then the second time I was like, this is it just for now. Eventually I'll rewrite it. Yeah. And now, now I think it's kind of not my favorite, but like second place. Yeah. Just yeah. because of how we like kind of 
how to really made it work out right. and had, had it you know compiled together with right. what you wanted what they wanted did yeah. you already have a bunch of stuff like written mm-hmm. and like ready to go or did you listen to songs and be like all right this is how because like um Dizzle, i think at the time i don't know if he still is or but at the time we're just in a very high high spiritual spot yeah like um you know um we're not different no one can tell us what to do you know yeah. what I mean? But we still have consequences. It's just like putting out positive energy out. Yeah. Right? So, and faith in yourself before having faith in God. Like, I keep saying, people who are, like, religious, who are Christian, and they're like, oh, I accept Jesus Christ in my heart. You should have faith in yourself. Then. Yeah. Like, if, if you are saying, you know, enter my spirit, God, yeah. and then you ignore yourself, that's probably the worst thing you can do in that yeah. religion. Right. You have to have faith in yourself. Yeah. And so a lot of the, the music is about this guy named Epicles, right? Epicles. Yeah. Epicles. Okay. And Epicles is a being who found out that he had no doubt that, you know, everything else that everyone was pushing him down about, it was him. It was like him. He allowed it to happen. And he uh-huh. just, poof, he just went above it. And from that, he found out that he could make mountains grow. And oh. grass just spread across and okay. all of that stuff. He Epicles. can do whatever he wants. I need to spend some time with you. I need to get <laughs> Yeah, Epic Cleave was like a uh, space Conan. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And like, you know, Conan the Barbarian yeah, is yeah. like this ultimate warrior. Yeah. Has no fucking weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You know, always perseveres over everything. That's kind of what I was uh-huh. like getting to yeah. like with Epic Cleave. But he's also, you know, he's been through some shit to, to make yeah. him like get to this point. Yeah. And, the second you know, album a lot is of about the that. songs are about uh-huh. him like overcoming these humanistic. Yeah. Like, Sounds like a Greek ideas. god. It's almost very. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's like a Greek god. It's almost like, very um, like mytholo- mytholo- mythology. Mythology. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the, the second album that uh, we're working on, the first song is called Chapter One, and it's about Epicles falling into hell, and he's. Figuring the whole album is like him coming back out of hell, and oh my god! And so it's like the precursor to the first album. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's how Epicles became this being who had supreme faith in himself and was able to just create in his own realities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Epicles is also our mascot, Ghost Boy. Ghost Boy, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Yes. So. so we have a like um. My wife is doing a lot of our our, our band art right now. Yeah. Um, I wish I brought some. I should have brought some, but like, uh, she has this one of Ghost Boy in the forest holding a a, a green balloon, uh-huh. and like oh, we have a bunch of them of Ghost Boy. There's one with Ghost Boy with a uh, a werewolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, okay. that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, there's one of them in hell. Yeah, and she made it so that like when you when you move the uh, painting, the flames actually. Oh, okay. how is she doing it? Um, all of, up until recently, all of it was hand painting. Hand painting. Yeah, huh? and then. It took me a long time to get her on a, a pad. Yeah, the digital. Yeah, so you go digital. to the digital world. Yeah, yeah and uh, I, I tried to buy her like one of these like sensor pants. Oh yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Fuck that!" And I have to do this and look yeah. at the screen. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm a real artist. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then for her birthday last year, I bought her a fat Wacom. The, the big ones. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as she opened, she was on I think for like 15 hours. Oh, I bet. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, she could not stop. I was like, "Holy crap!" I'm interested. I, I'd love to see that stuff. Dude, yeah. and she and, and it's not just the ghost life that she does. She does a lot of different yeah. things, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is so it's a, win She's win. It's, it's, it's a win-win. It's it's her expressing her artistic that's great. side yeah, that's and cool. doing what she wants to do. But at out of the same time, you're like, "Hey, I got this idea. Right, I right. got you. I got you." Wink, wink. Like 
I have a, a, a short story I wrote before I joined Ghost Lives about a, when I was going through my whole spiritual thing about a, a father trying to teach his son how to be God. And like the son's like, why are we trying to be gods here? And this is a short, good question. this is a short little fucking, <laughs> you know, little tidbit. But, yeah. you know, the, the dad's like, son, when, fa- when, when God created us, when he made us in his image, do you think he wanted to create someone who's obeying him and worshiping him at every move? Or he created someone to be just like him? Mm-hmm. A son hmm. to take up the mantle. We are his children. Interesting. Uh, mm. So it's, it's it's like a short little thing, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? But it's like a whole bigger story where he's talking yeah. about like God created Nibilus and all this stuff. And then when he turned to create man, do you think he just wanted someone that was going to obey him? Right. Um, like a slave? Right. He didn't want slaves. He didn't no. want slaves. Mm. He wants someone to like Take be it up. better than yeah. him. Well, yeah. Right. So that's us. It's, yeah. if, that's, if you believe in that, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Right, right. Well, life only takes you so far. So right, right, you right. Want, right. You know, you're... you're yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta take control. A lot of people, well, not a lot of people. Some people choose to see curses and miracles. Right. Yeah. And they're sad and upset, and oh, this per- this being, something's holding me down. Right. Right. When, like, I choose to see life as obstacles and right, challenges. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And all of those are you meant to be overcome. Right, right. 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 So even if I did fail, I'm gonna learn from that failure. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's gonna keep. I'm gonna be a better person. Yeah. So just. With that confidence, like I, I keep telling, uh, I have, I have, I have a, my little nephew who's a little, little sad boy sometimes, right? I'm like, bro, in America, unless you have a freak accident, you're not gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are basically essentially immortal, and you get to choose your path. Yeah. Don't be sad. Mm-hmm. Fucking get fucking confident yeah well sad people also come up with a lot of oh yeah i mean uh, like there's another side of that coin right that's true like depression makes beautiful art oh the most amazing art most of the time pressure makes diamonds right absolutely yeah right right. yeah i believe like definitely our struggles are what like makes us better people in the long run right you Mm -hmm. know i think we like I don't know, I guess as people, we look at struggle as like this fucking hardship and like, why is this happening yeah. to me? Yeah, I wasn't born. Well, like, and, there, and there's things that you, you probably go through in life that you're like, I think I could have gone my whole life without having to go through that. All right. Yeah. Thanks thanks very much <laughs> yeah. for that universe or whatever right. you may have been. But, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, like, you know, I, I believe wholeheartedly that we learn something from everything, even if it's not about that situation maybe it's something about ourselves or about someone else in that situation that you you're like okay now i know this or now if i come across it you know i i know how to react to it or i know and i know how to defend i know how to you know embrace or whatever the case may have been and most of the time you won't learn that until later on oh yeah as a young child yeah in the moment you know information coming at you you're like you're just trying to you know get it pieced out like what the fuck is yeah when you're in adolescence you're just at that point you're just taking everything yeah you're taking and yeah overwhelming nine times out of ten you're gonna take it as like Fuck that, you know, right. like, bullshit, you know. Right. Exactly, it is. It, and it's like, you don't want to go through something that's going to make your life hard. Nobody wants that. But at the same time, the best lessons are learned from failing at something. Oh, you know, you, yeah. you, you learn some of the greatest things about yourself uh, uh, by having done the wrong thing or making the wrong decision or just flat out not having it work out, right. you know. And then you go, well, damn. Well, that okay. sucked. Well, that sucks. Not but, that again. You know, like it, it goes back to that whole, you know, the the idea of you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it, it, there's always something to learn 
you know, and I think even into our elderly years, we may think that, oh, I've been through it all, you know. That's so you get the old wise men. That's the old wise men. Yeah. But even then, I think, you know, you're going to be learning something about yourself even when you are on your way out. You know, especially when you know it's your time. If not, you're you're giving up. Right. That's it. None of us has been to Disney Mars yet, but eventually Disney Mars Mars is going to be there. (laughs) That's a fucking thing. I'm buying a ship tomorrow. As an old man, you may have experienced everything, but you haven't experienced Disney Mars yet. Toontown in Mars is yeah. crazy. Get a park I, I call it uh, Lunar Disney Playhouse. Yeah. That's going to be the first one. That's the yeah. spot. That's the yeah. spot. So, Dizzle, when you write songs, and just like when you were talking about how you had that idea about what you wanted the song to be about, is that a common thing? Or do you always kind of have something in the back of your mind? Like, when I'm writing this riff, I'm writing this song, I have this idea of the story I want to tell, and then you just go, Mark, this is my idea. Well, normally it starts out with like me just playing a cool riff. And I'm like, like, hey, like, what is the feeling behind this riff? You know? Yeah. yeah. And then I create the story as like I go. Because like I have like a pretty con I mean, even though the music is kind of complex, I have like I try to keep it like Beatles style okay. songwriting. Yeah. You know? So, like, for me, it's like the bridge of the song is what kind of puts it all together. Yeah. Or it creates the meaning of the, the transition song. into yeah. the, the whole of the chorus, right? Where everything really comes together, right. that climax of it. Yeah. You know, like, so, like, the build up to, like, the climax, mm-hmm. I guess, is what, like, kind of is like, I like to look at it as, like, a story in a sense, you know, like, the fucking mystery is solved yeah. in this one area, you yeah. know, like, you're like, oh, this song is pretty crazy. What's going on here? Yeah. And, you know, it's called this weird name. And then it goes into the the bridge of the song and it's like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, you're tying everything together and stuff. Right. You know, and but I, that's what I like to do is write complex, like, pieces, riffs, but, like, kind of, like, be able to like tell a story with yeah that, yeah you know because i think that's what music is about is about and he's the mastermind of complexity you know? like the name ghost lives matter is controversial mm-hmm. yeah we have songs like dreams melt still beans mm-hmm. but all of the songs are about like faith in yourself yeah right. it's not really political right yeah but he's like almost like a a spiral of just like uh, it's about like moving things. Yeah. You know. Okay. Like, if like controversy moves things and mm-hmm. makes people think, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. You know? I, I feel like people need to be like shook. Yeah. And people need to, you know, not stay stagnant. Be present. And, be awake. Mm-hmm. Be right. you know, like, see for yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. things like culture and like political beliefs they keep us in a box. Yeah, it keeps everybody yeah. divided. Right. Yeah. So we're almost mixing it all up at once, poking yeah. bears at poking the bear in every single direction. Right. And then speaking about spirituality. Right. Mm-hmm. Like come in here. Yeah. Like, like, you know, listen right. to still, everything. Still water stays stays stagnant. You right. Know? Yeah. You you gotta fucking throw a rock in there yeah. to make people like be like, oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 How do I feel about this? Yeah. yeah. You know. I like that. Well, and I think for the genre too, for when you play metal, it's one of those rocks in a pond because it's not 
something that is, you know, it's going against the grain. It's not, not you know, it's not smooth across the board for everybody, right? You know, because I've always believed that, you know, metal itself has always been a an acquired taste, and if you love it, you love it, and and sometimes the hardest part is describing why you love it. And you, you find these bits and pieces because there's so much of it that you want, that you love, like whether it's the, the fast pace of the drums. Like for me, it's always been like the drummers have always blown my fucking minds when it comes to metal, right? And it's like the fact that they can keep up, keep time, and transition the way that they change, you know, it's like, oh my fucking God. Right. Like, I would kill to learn how to drum like That's Robert. funny. It's mine. Mine's vocal. Yeah. Well, and you know, well, and that—that's the other thing too. Is like you know, talking with Mark Moods. Yeah. You know, it—he it, it, had such an interesting outlook about writing lyrics, where yeah. he was like, "I'm not worried about writing lyrics. I'm worried about using my voice as the instrument that it is a part of this group." Right. And so when we are writing something, I'm not saying anything, and maybe there will be one or two words here and there, and and. But ultimately, I'm I'm voicing, I'm vocalizing the tones I want or the ones that feel right. And then once we get to the recording process, that's when things are going to get set in stone because yeah. it's going to be recorded. And then at that point, that's when I write. And I'm like, that blows in the studio, my right. mind. Right. Yeah, you yeah, got the structure people, there. And you've been right. touring with these. You've been playing. And then in all the while, when you go to the studio, now they're writing I mean, something. it makes sense because right. even, even mine, like, as I'm growing as a vocalist because you know I started off with this band I hear tones that I can't hit yet yeah so I'm getting better with those tones but what's on our record is not what I hear yeah and um, so like at our practices I'm doing things a little different here and there yeah until he tells me to Hey, go back. Something's not working. That's good then, to have the whole yeah, band yeah. there and be like, hey, is this right, working? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, there's certain parts in the song, um, like uh, in Epicles, there's a part where in my head I hear a Chester scream, Chester Bennington. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. When yeah. we recorded we, it, you, I could we, not do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting Those better now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's getting yeah. to a different Yeah, range. now I'm getting to that point. I can actually hit them. So I'm practice. I've been doing them. Sometimes I, live I'll do them. Um, I get a little nervous when I'm live. Right, right, Sometimes right, I'll yeah. go back to the just the deep growl. But yeah. <laughs> I hear something different. So yeah. I'm always constantly trying yeah. to Yeah, get to cool. Point. Yeah. Yeah. See, with me, it's like the opposite. I feel like I'm more nervous at practice than when I'm on stage. On right. stage, uh-huh. I feel like, I don't know, I'm able to kind of express myself to a crowd. I don't know. It's A little bit more. Because you feel like it's already done, right? Yeah. You've already put well, in the work there. to write it, to right. you know practice it and all that. So now it's like, here you go. Well, right. Do I, do I see the stage is the battlefield? You can be nervous all up yeah. on, this, on the ship getting onto the beach. But once you're on that fucking beach fucking do or die you just go well that's that's how i like so like i'm the opposite like practices is fine i'm so loose at practices when i get on stage i i i'm yelling at everybody get your shit together what the fuck we gotta play like sound check me (laughs) we're on a time frame this shit's going now you where the fuck are you at and then it's like once i get on because i I run on that structure, like so. Practices, I could get all the structures down. I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So if I need it's and so going on the battlefield, I know what I need to do. Right. This is what I need to yeah. do. Let's get the team riled up. We got to get going. Right. This is what we have to do. We've got right. the pack. Let's Build. get this going. Let's go. Right. Right. I feel like it's like, well, whatever the worst is going to happen, the worst is going to happen. Of course. Yeah. 
you know, we just got to fucking push through that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. breaking a string and right. then grabbing a guitar. Thing, right? I, yeah. I love exactly. that for some reason. Yeah. Like, I actually get so comfortable on stage. My biggest fat downfall on stage is I'll get so comfortable, I'll carry a scream too long. I'm like, oh, shit, we just yeah, changed. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, shit, where am I now? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it'll work. It'll right, work. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So I'll get really comfortable on stage and mess up because yeah. the band will be, and I'm over here. Yeah. yeah. Fucking in the wind. <laughs> yeah. But it's thriving on that chaos. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Everything's fucking going. The crowd's getting going. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck yeah. Right. Hey, you have no choice. You're yeah, already yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, can't be like, hold on, we gotta let we gotta right. get something going. Yeah. We gotta we gotta change the string real quick. <laughs> hold on. I think I think my favorite live performance so far was at the Pig Fest because it was outside. Yeah, that and, was a good one. Right. And we were playing like the songs we're talking about is very like again spiritual. The wind's blowing. Yeah. So I was up there like, ah, oh, this is where I need to be last every time. Year? I, yeah, last uh, year, yeah. 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 I was like, this is great. So, yeah. so for me it was wind. great because it's like we're talking about like uh my uh, cymbals were falling over yeah. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like there was times well we didn't have a drummer at the time so that was easy for us yeah. oh yeah yeah like yeah. some of our lyrics i had this lyric that goes um um he who wonders the unmeasurable all uh-huh. who doesn't fear god or thunder right so i'm singing that and there's wind just blowing hard uh, and, and i feel like i'm almost tempting yeah, yeah, yeah. tempting them, you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So it's it was a very awesome, yeah, a very yeah. awesome show. All I can picture is like Forrest Gump and the guys up on their sail, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, right? right? right. right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly that. <laughs> the fucking hurricane and shit, man. Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, the next day he's like jumping in the water. Shit. Swimming, like, yeah. like, oh, I'm good now. Dude. <laughs> I mean, I feel that like sometimes, like getting into those points where you're like in that craziness, and you're like, fuck, shit's just going nuts right now. And then the next day, it's like everything's peaceful. There's like birds flying, yeah, and shit. Like, right. Like, this is nice. Other times, I feel like Forrest Gump on stage. I'm yeah. like, hey guys, hey guys. <laughs> that's my boat. Almost said they were my special shoes. I brought some chocolates. I ate some. Right, that's how I feel. Yeah. Like I, I just go on stage as like Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah. Feel, but, just, but you get that yeah. energy right before it, though, right? Like, oh, I think like, he goes oh, Forrest Gump like happy, happy, yeah, like just yeah. you know, like Forrest Gump doesn't realize yeah. the kind of he's just like I fucking love think it. Think about oh, it, like you know, he was this guy who was slow but he was able president. to do everything right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know it was like i kind of like feel like they're teaching that like mentality is like the meek shall inherit the earth in yeah. a sense yeah like how he was so meek so innocent yeah. and yet you know but he did everything right he did everything even right. though he was making mistakes yeah. the whole fucking time yeah you know? And people are doubting him the whole right. time. Yeah. Yeah. Like this fucking retard. He just blew past all of them. Yeah, he blew past all of them. I could just what? see him down there like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I just felt like running. Yeah. He was a simp, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, for Jenny. He was a simp, <laughs> for sure, yeah. Freaking, what was his wife's name? Jenny. 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 I named my book Jenny. Don't get me started on Jenny. <laughs> right. She's a horrible person. Yeah, she was the worst person ever. Selfish bitch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, uh, so talking about playing live too, because like I had a conversation, uh, the, the last show I played um, w- was up in Tahoe, and there was a band there, and you know they were. It was funny because Mike got the brunt of it. It was just fucking hilarious because he was there to film, 
and uh, he was just in the front row, just enjoying it. And <laughs> the vocalist at the time, he was playing, and he just like he's trying to get everybody riled up, trying to get everybody having fun, and he just gets off stage and just takes both hands and just shoves Mike all the way to the back of the venue <laughs> through everyone. He didn't like your face. And he's like, what the fuck, man? You got to keep staring at me. But, but talking to him afterwards, right? But talking to him after the set was over and they were, you know, breaking down and stuff. And they were like, you know, the, you got people need to understand, you know, that, you know, we're up here, we're just having fun, you know. And, but the energy of the band comes from the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, unless you're fuck, the drummer, yeah, you're right, you're right. You, can't see the you know, well, and, but and you're limited because you I can't am. really move around. Yeah. You're not, you're not Lars, no. you know, where you're standing. Yeah, up yeah. Going, hey, guy. Dunk, <laughs> 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 you know, and just standing up over and over. But at the same time, you know, it, 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 that's a true thing. You know, the the gr- the crowd, the group that's watching you play, gets you hyped. All right. They get you in the moment. They get you kind of like when they're having fun. You're you're like two levels up because you're yeah. like, I'm not. You right. know, you're like, yeah. And yeah. that and that's something you know. When you go out on stage, you gotta have that mindset of like, if I'm not having fun, they're not going to have fun because they're gonna see it all over your all face. Right. You know, and they're gonna read you and be like, God damn, yeah, they're not having it. I'm not having it either. You know. Mm-hmm. But if you're out there, whether whether you're new, it's your first show, or it's your 90th. It doesn't matter. You're going to go out there, and you're going to have that mindset of, like, let's fucking go. Let's have fun, you know? Yeah, I, and if you present that that energy, it's going to be reciprocated back to you, and it's going to show out in the crowd, you know? And even if even if there's four people out there, as long as one person is having a good time, I'm one of those guys that's like, I'm having fun with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm focusing on you yeah, this yeah. whole set, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so you like Stop staring at yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys were thinking about fat women. Why yeah. are you looking at me? Yeah. That's not what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> That's why Mike got pushed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel the same way, like in a sense. Like, but you know, as I'm presenting myself, you know. Yeah. Peacocking. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, Showing up all your hard work, yeah. all the time you spent writing. His solos, yeah, man. I don't know if you like, ever heard I, any of his I solos. Don't really oh, care. yeah. Well, we played after right. you guys. Oh, at the yeah. Fest. Oh, okay, yeah. for sure. Well, I saw Lethal you. Inception. Yeah, we played for right sure. after you. Yeah. So we got to watch your whole set. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Actually, I was right next to you. Actually, the whole time I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was looking for everybody else. Yeah. Like his solos at that again, like feeling the wind again, but then hearing his solos, I was like, I feel like my hair is blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, regardless of who's there or like yeah. whether I'm playing in front of a thousand people or like you know one person, it's like the same. Like when I'm on stage, you know, yeah, like I'm gonna enjoy doing what I do. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like going to a, a fucking art exhibit and looking at this piece of art mm. you know like that piece of art doesn't care yeah, how right. many people is there yeah. yeah it's still gonna sit there just as beautiful as it was right. like a yeah. hundred years ago yeah you know till the artist is behind you yeah. pushing you cause you're staring <laughs> at you <the artist. laughs> <laughs> you're not my way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're blocking the whole crowd get out of the way <laughs> 
I don't know why they were French, but they're French. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Automatically went there. Automatically. The Louvre, right? The yeah, Louvre. Just yeah. the that's why. Yeah, that's why. I got stuck in the Louvre actually last time I was there. They locked us in. Oh, there was a threat, I guess, apparently. Oh, we were in one sure. of it's not because he looked like a piece of art. No, yeah, yeah. Just, like, we don't aware. belong here. <laughs> <laughs> we just got done seeing the Mona Lisa and we went into this room and it was filled with gold all the way through. And I'm like, and then they locked the doors. Security guards right in front of us like, you locked us in the most expensive room right now. That's not a good sign. <laughs> I'm going to start scraping the walls here. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, I have ADD. Yeah, you got to let me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can't not do something with my hands. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was pacing. There was like literally like a path there. Yeah. Robert was here. Yeah. I actually signed it. He's <laughs> art now. He left it. That's a crazy situation. <laughs> it was crazy because they were all like suited up, like, chip, like, Dude, the bulletproof vest. Yeah, I went to Italy, and it's crazy because, like, when I was in Italy, they had active military on the roads. Yeah. Scar heavies, grenades on their chest. Yep. I went to the train, and there's guys with grenades on their chest. So I was like, what are you going to do with a grenade yeah. in this tunnel, right. bro? Yeah. Like, yeah, are you yeah. serious? Are you going to really get that really? one guy? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's crazy yeah. to me. That was me going through Mexico, though. Mexico. They, yeah. I mean, those guys were all in black, yeah. and they were suited up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the, like, the helmets and shit. I was uh-huh. like, Star Trek? What yeah. the fuck is going on here, dude? <laughs> Reverse stormtrooper going on <laughs> right. over here. Damn. Yeah, but that was scary. I remember, it, was I, a, it was a soccer game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I was at a, when I was in Greece, and every when we went up to the, uh, the Parthenon, and we were going to go see everything up there on the Acropolis, they, they open at a certain time. And the reason they wait until it's that time is because the military will drive up in their Humvee with the Greek flag. Oh. And they we they, they don't open the gates until they have walked it all the way up over past the Parthenon on the farthest uh, ridge. I want to say it's the the eastern ridge. And there's this, you know, cove that you can see pretty much the whole city from and the one flagpole. And they go up there and they hoist it up. And when they're done, they come back down and then they go, now you're good. Really? And then they open the gates. That's cool. Yeah, yeah they got but they've got the they got the the changing of the guard that they yeah. do outside of the Capitol building in I saw Athens that in Czech Republic. And, and and you know the some Prague. some, some country is military garb. Dude, it's insane. Yeah. The Greek, they look like elves at the North Pole. The Prague, <laughs> Prague was the same way. Dude. And, and I'm not dogging on them, but I'm just like those those little fuzzy balls on the end of their shoes and their elf shoes, dude. And I'm like, dude, that is weird. Yeah, and sure, it's like. <laughs> it was it was like weird to see. Yeah. That's like about as intimidating as a Canadian. <laughs> hey, the we're gonna shoot you. Yeah, I was like, they got horses. Sorry, yeah. The Monty's near. <laughs> With that giant. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yep, yep. I like watch. Sometimes I'll go into the videos, YouTube videos, people trying to fuck with them and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you don't do that. <laughs> you don't fucking do that. They don't give a shit. Don't no. run I mean, you right military, over. Dude. I don't know why you would try to poke a bear of any person's military. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Don't do that. Those guys trained to beat people. Change your hat. I will fuck with you. If so you much. looked like, intimidating, yeah. we wouldn't do anything. It's kind of like it's kind of like people and bears over at uh, uh, Yellowstone. They're like, oh, look at the pretty bears. That bear's oh. gonna fuck you up. Leave it alone. That's, that, that's usually the next video after. Well, why did they make him so cuddly? <laughs> <laughs> look at Yogi Bear. Uh, I got a sandwich. Fuck, he's following me. If every cartoon of bears, if every cartoon of bears, they were the villain. Yeah, then people wouldn't be so like, oh, let's go pat it. (laughs) They'd be like, that's going to kill me. Hard pass. I went to Yellowstone and saw a guy try to go up and pet a bison. And I was like, at a distance, just like, this guy... 
why? Yeah. And that bison straight fucking, whew, he didn't get hit, but it got yeah. close. And I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, why are you freaking messing with the animals? Like, I love no those gates guys. Or anything, though, but... You stand in front of a bull? Yeah. Right. It's so, yeah. it's so, well, I mean, the running of the bull. Yeah, I actually want to do that. So I guess yeah. I have yeah. a place to talk. Yeah, that's that's white people stuff. Y'all can have your fucking fun. Have fun. Go nuts. I'm cool writing music, actually. I'm too old for that now. I'm slower than I was in my 20s. I just got to outrun you. That's the weakest person here, right? You. All right. I'm sticking by you. Oh, fuck. Uh, what, in your guys' opinion, I mean, and maybe you both have different opinions on this, but what would you say? Because you guys have been around since 2017. So, what would you say was your favorite show that you played together as a band? Oh, oh man, that's, that's hard. I guess it was the pig roast or the. I mean, I, I had a lot of memorable ones. To, like, I don't know. With me, when I get on stage, Stage, uh, before I got married and everything, when I was single, yeah. I was like, stage is home. Yeah. You know? So yeah. to me, every time I got on stage, it was great. The two memorable ones that I really enjoyed was the Alco show that we played. I think it was like... Silver Dollar? Yeah, yeah. It, it was like after four months after we were together. And then the, the Pig Fest one. Yeah. Yeah, those were really fun. Yeah. Honestly, I think, well, low-key, one of the best shows we played was uh, our very first show. Oh, yeah. Um, Aaron. Mm-hmm. I think that was all okay. Taurus, right? Before they, they yeah. yeah. Aaron's uh It was his benefit show from when he benefit, was yeah. put in a coma. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, it was just me and him. Wow. Yeah, shit. we didn't have a bassist and that's where we met our bassist, John, our yeah. first bassist. Because yeah. uh like the, we weren't gonna play any shows because it was just the two of us. We were just learning everything. Yeah. And uh, um at the time I was I was I, I had was paying for the drummer of Akashi to do all of our recording, drumming recording. Yeah. yeah. So I was kind of getting the band pushed forward with session players, and he was he did both rhythm and lead, and um, who did bass? Yeah, I oh, I think it was Federico who did bass. Yeah. And um, so we're we're pushing to get an album out, but we weren't playing anything live. And then when that happened, we're like, we got to play live. Yeah. We already have yeah. all these like pre-mixed drum beats yeah. and stuff like that. So let's do it. Yeah, we got the starting didn't point. Didn't even uh, know all the songs at that point, right. so we had to play two covers. Oh yeah, that's right. Switch covers. Uh, yeah, we played two kill switch covers, and I think we played like the first four songs or something like that. Yeah, we played um, the first three six string songs, the two kill switch covers, and then one seven string song. What covers did you guys play? Uh, End of heartache. Yeah. And my, my curse. curse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You guys looking for a drummer? Well, right now we have a full everything. Like we have uh, Kevin. Um, oh my god, I can't believe it. McGill. Matoya. No, no, not Matoya. Um, like, oh, he shit, plays in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just played a show. He's like, I'm doing a solo project. Yeah, I'm ostracized. Like he's like, I'm yeah. gonna do another project too. Just add a little bit on that. Sounds like yeah, you. Kevin McGill. He plays in. What was the band that just played? Evil Ash. Evil Ash, oh, wow. yeah, okay, he's a drummer okay. for Evil Ash, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he, we got him as a drummer, and then Ted, I mean Ted, Tim. So originally it was me, Dizzle, and John Slaughter, John Crisp. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we had a drum beat. Like we actually got a blow up ghost. Oh, okay. And we had him behind a fake drum set. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we take fucking drumsticks to him. 
And that was that was our drummer. Yeah. Drummer. <laughs> we were thinking about doing music videos with him and everything. Fuck it. Right. And uh, and then once John left, we found Tim. And did Tim bring Kevin? How did Kevin come around? Tim brought Kevin. Kevin yeah. Tim oh, okay. brought Kevin, right. Tim knows everybody. Right. And then originally, we were talking to... But he was a friend of Mark Craig, um, the, uh, Craig, the, uh, the the singer for uh, Ghost for All Seasons. David? David? Oh, I don't know his name. David Huffman? Top of my head. I don't know. I forget his last uh-huh. name. I think it was David. David Huffman, I think okay. it was. And we were playing with him. Um, but I, it was the first time where we had, like, multiple drummers yeah. trying to interested in the band. So we rotated them out for a little bit. And then yeah. Kevin was the one that just kept in contact. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, um... Um, I remember, I think Kevin and Tim were both like, are we in the band? Like, Because, yeah, you guys just, just like, no. Well, not only that, but How like, How do um, I know? Yeah. <laughs> like, with John, John Slaughter, he made, he was like, I am in the band. Yeah. Like, he just yeah. rolled up and was just like, I mean, there's even, this. yeah, like, like, there was even days where we were like, we're doing band practice, and like, I'm kind of being lazy today, and he's like, bro, man it the fuck up. All right. Someone who wasn't even in the band from the beginning, he was like, Get over here, let's go, come on. So he he almost set the standard for me when it came to bringing members in. Yeah. Actually, like I remember I had to sit down with Tim and Kevin and be like, okay, you guys are in a band. I, I, sorry I didn't tell you that. Yeah. Just so used to like <laughs> like John Slaughter, he just came in and just started freaking, he was yeah. like, I am in the band. Right, yeah. Uh, it, like, yeah, you can't take that with every band member. Right, right. right. Do that. Yeah, it's yeah. tough yeah. these days. It is yeah. tough, super tough. I feel like the older you get, the more responsibilities you yeah. have. It's well, just yeah, well, yeah, harder to keep the fucking, you know, the momentum going. Yeah, and especially in the music scene because you know, like everybody's has their own shit going yeah. on and stuff. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, are they gonna be here? Yeah, well, be here yeah. on time. I think, I think it's definitely become more of a young man's game, you yes. know. But there, it doesn't. I wish change. it was more young. More uh, no, I agree. Scene. I think, right, right. And maybe there are. We the just shows. don't see yep. them. Not a lot of young people, right? Yeah. Well, think about it too. I mean, look at a lot of the shows that are getting put on. A lot of them are twenty-one or over. Maybe that's what's keeping yeah. some of these younger bands from playing. For sure. Yeah, we you talked know? about that. Too. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's venues, part of it. But venues are. Yeah. Yeah, you can't find a venue. No, that's no, like no. Under fucking twenty-one. Right, and, and it, maybe that has something to do with it. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, you get older, you have responsibilities like kids. The seller you know, can do that. That's something that you know is tough, you know, and especially if you're cut in half, right? Yeah, when you when you have kids, it's like that's a hard thing to do because you you're like when they're young, especially, you know what I mean? When they're between you know newborn and like six, that's like the you know like okay, I, I hopefully my my significant other can hold down the fort, right? Fuck you, Mike. Your kids are all yeah, fucking out. Your head on they're in college. But the big thing is, is like, you know, that that's a factor. And that's hard, you know, especially with if you're not able, if you're the breadwinner too, right? If you're in that position where you're like, okay, if it wasn't for, you know, my job and my income, you know, it, it's like, unless you have the ability to get paid while you're on tour. All you right. Because like, it's a crime. My, my wife's Hispanic, so... Uh. She rips my head. Oh yeah, I can, yeah. That's the scary thing. My biggest fear right now with my my daughter is that uh, she's half Hispanic. She looks brown. She's like I remember when the baby came out. My sister told my wife like he gave birth to a Mexican, and uh, so she looks brown. And she has my like she has my mom's look, and that scares the hell out of me. And then she has 
what is it? I think Scottish and Irish from my wife's side. So she has like all oh, the yeah. angry stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, God, let's just make sure she yeah. doesn't ever drink. <laughs> I worry about that with my kid too. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got all settle work. down there. You got all the good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My thing with my kid, like, I feel that's the reason why I have to push forward. You know, but he's like, the reason why I keep playing and keep writing and yeah. try to keep going to band practice is because I want to teach him that, you know, he needs to follow his dreams regardless. Right, right. Yeah. Like inspiration. Whatever happens in your life, no matter how many responsibilities you right. have, you got to have that. It gets hard to juggle, actually. Yeah. You know? Well, especially when you're really passionate about something, too. You know, if you really show an interest in something, don't give up on it, you know, because, you know, you never know what that will bring to your life. You know, right. you never know. Like, you know, just for me, I used to be very shy. I didn't used to like being in front Same of here. too. I, 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 me too. I mm-hmm. was I was always so nervous, like even in front of like family members, you know, like when I was a kid, like I love I loved to fucking dance when I was a kid. Like yeah. I'm a dance mm-hmm. machine. Yeah. You motherfuckers yeah. saw that at my wedding. But yeah. <laughs> actually my kid showed you. <laughs> yeah. That's right, yeah. But but at the same time, it was like okay, I only did that in certain situations, you know, and there was always that dream of wanting to have that I just you know, wanted that dance. one talent, you know, like yeah, Kevin Bacon. Fuck it. <laughs> I want to be Kevin Bacon in uh <laughs> Footloose. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you you, you have that thing that you want to do, but th- there's always that side of you that's like you're afraid to get out in front of people. And then when I started learning that's to do co- vocals, that's weird coming from doing a front man. But thing but that's too. the thing like, that would like, not be my first pick. I would have been like, all right, what's the furthest back? And that's what I did. Exactly. All right, what's yeah. the, what's all the way in the back? Drums? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How but, many symbols can I get up there? Yeah, just take a wall of those. Let's do that. But for me, like, I always had the dream of being some sort of entertainer. Or, yeah. or you know, because I, I loved making people laugh, whether it was my friends or my family. So it was like, too. oh, I thought about doing comedy for yeah, a while. Yeah, my parents I always should have been an actor. Random yeah, I, I always wanted to do that. I always wanted to, you know, I, I did acting in high school where I took theater class. And I ended up being in the spring play my senior year just because it was my senior project. Yeah. But I loved it. I had so much fun. And that was kind of like the gateway of saying, okay, if I could do this, then I could definitely do vocals. I'm already learning how to do it. Might as well just put myself out there the way I did for this. Yeah. you know. And that's what kind of got me on that path of, fuck it, I don't care anymore. Yeah, you know? I was such a shy guy that when I first started with Karin, like I remember the way I got into Karin was um, the Soul Torn guys. Oh, okay, so yeah. I was a sh- such a shy person that I, I walked past those guys 30,000 times over at the Panther Valley spot. They smoke weed, I smoke yeah, weed. Yeah. They didn't stop to say hello once. Yeah. Not nothing, right? So rude. Yeah, I know. It was yeah. super rude at the time. Especially for like, metal musicians. Right. Like the most humble fucking <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> and, and I remember I go to one of their practices. We all become friends, and they take me to – they play. it was the last show that I saw them at, Soul Torn, and Karin was playing, and they had a guitarist named Jason. And like leading up to the show, I was like, I really, oh, Justin, I was like, le- leading up to the show, I was like, I need to try to get into a band. And Diva was like, this is our guitarist's Justin's last fucking show. And I was like, just wait, let's see if I can actually, you know, it's not like I'm going to run up to the stage. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. So I was just like, just, just be calm. And then there was an at the party at that Panther spot. And I was hanging out with Diva. And um, Diva was smoking a cigarette with this chick. I think it was Angela. And he was like, oh, we we're talking, talking, talking. He's like, oh, by the way, we're looking for a guitarist. If you wanna, if you wanna, if you know anyone, because they didn't even know I played. Oh. Right. And in my head, I was like, just, just <laughs> wait for him to like leave the lady, because I don't want to interrupt. I don't know what he's doing with this right, lady, so right, I'm not right. trying to like, yeah, 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 cock block yeah, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets up, he walks in, and I, I come up to him, and I was like, yo, bro, let me show you something. And I take him upstairs, 
and I show him one of my songs, and he was like, what are you doing Wednesday? And I remember after that, I went back down to the Soul Torn um, show and Pound Cake. I didn't know him at the time. And I just feel this solid hand, like, on my shoulder. <laughs> Big old fucking And I look over, and he's like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, did you, did you show my singer something? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, can you show me? And I was like, yeah. And then I showed him, and he was like, yeah, bro. And we hung out the rest of that night together. And he was like, have you ever played in front of, uh, have you ever played on stage? And I'd never played. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Tons of times. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right? And I think I told him almost like a year ago that finally that, but for a long time, like I, I just pushed myself yeah. at that point. I needed to do something because yeah. I was so shy. And shit. And it was after the Marine Corps, I didn't understand why I was being so shy and everything. Yeah, especially being in the Marine Corps. And because I went through a little little slump afterwards. And uh-huh. then I remember there was this one time I was out in the cold, like hunched over, fucking looking all sad. This voice in my head, bro, you fucking went to war. Yeah. Stand yeah. up straight. Yeah. 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 And I was. At that point, I just kept trying to get back in the shit. Get back in the right, shit. Right, right, right. Hey. And the thing is, is like you never had played a show, right? Never, never. <laughs> Before you played with us. Nope, never. That's and crazy, I learned, dude. I learned there are eight songs in a week. Really? On a busted wrist. I had a, a chick friend of mine who, at the time, I was trying to date. Um, they had like a, a birthday party for her nephew or something at the Roller Kingdom. Yeah. It was my first time on skates ever. Oh yeah, I skate all the time. And, and, and I was like, I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, you're gonna get on this rink and not be a bitch. Like yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna go out there and fucking. Oh, and you're I mean, gonna I go like, out there and wreck quack, skate. Quack, 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 yeah, yeah. And I was going, yeah. like I'm going, man. And I was like, I got this yeah. turning and stuff. I'm like, I got this. I don't know how to stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then finally, I slipped and put my hand out. Oh and yeah. And the next day, I had to go to their practice and. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't wear my wrist guard or anything, and I learned all, and they have fast songs, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Learned all of their songs in a week, and they are like, we play this upcoming weekend, can you, and I was like, yeah, yeah. me and him. Fuck, yeah, fuck the hospital, yeah. I don't need that shit. And <laughs> I, I, I remember I played that first show, and everybody was coming up and giving me high fives. Holy shit, bro! Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. my hand hurts." Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I helped you write. What was it? Three songs? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, like three or four songs. And that was the funnest time I ever had writing songs was with him. And uh, so when he called me back to, to join to join up again uh, with um, Ghost Lives, I was like, "Yeah, but I'm doing vocals this time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in case my wrist fucks up, yeah, you know. Yeah, because then you don't need your wrist. You're good. Right. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going roller skating tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. No, nope, no, never. never. Skateboard, again. snowboard. Oh, I've got nothing with you. Skateboarding. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, uh, and we we've talked a lot about you know you know music and and where you guys are driving for your writing and all that good stuff. But what's your guys's Mount Rushmore? I mean, I, I'm I, sure I, you guys have heard of this, right? right. And what we do on the show. No. So we we have what's called there. The there was me. Right? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. So we do what's called the Mount Rushmore. So we want to know, you know, everybody's got their inspirations and what what made them, you know, become who they are musically. And you know, what's what's their inspiration for music that they listen to, but we don't. And the rules get muddy after every episode because they change. But so. Do you, it's your top four, right? So it's the four heads on the Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. So who's your top four? Band and you can or either, musician. Yeah, it could be like, look, I, I, I love, you know, ACDC, like Robert here. Uh, <laughs> or it could be the one person out of that band that 
you know, they stand out well, to I'm me. So, <laughs> but what's your guys' top four? Well, for me, what got me into playing guitar is System of a Down. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, but Darren Malenkin's yeah. Scars on Broadway. Yeah. Fucking phenomenal. Was that his uh, solo? Yeah. That is yeah. If you have, I just I started listening to it. It's, it's actually so good. good. It's really good. It is extraordinary. Like I'm getting chills talking about it. Yeah. So I love System of a Down because they definitely got me going. But I I almost have to attribute it all to Darren Malenkin. Yeah. If he's pulling the Scars on Broadway stuff off, it is amazing. The Scars on Broadway oh. stuff. So Scar uh, System of a Down, Darren Malenkin. That's like my top guy, top top band. Um. He After has that. ties with Lars too, by the way. Does he really? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, it's I, his wife. Oh, so. for sure. Okay. And then I think after that is Nine Inch Nails, because mm. uh, Trent Reznor Trent's, literally spoke. Trent's a like when, I, when before I got married, I was a very sad boy myself, right? And fucking, he spoke to me. Like mm. I, 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 at times I was like, this motherfucker is reading. Like, well, I can't. He wrote this shit before I was like even walking around. But still, it feels like he's reading my life right now. Uh, fucking, I love all of his stuff from the Broken album to uh, even the, his newer stuff. Maybe not his newest, newest. I was stuff, like, did you like, hear the stuff he was in before night he started no. Nine Inch Nails? Oh, oh my god, I've heard about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I have not actually listened to it. Dive yeah, into it. It's, it's interesting. Good. Yeah, there's a, well, there's it's, a video. It's totally, it's totally different. Yeah, it's, it's totally different. It's super no, yeah. like '80s pop. It's '80s. Right. Pop. He was the guy like, on the keys, right? Who was in keys. all black while everybody else is yeah. in like like these, right? Because I heard that bright color like suits and shit. Yeah, like I don't fit in here. Right, like I heard that after Head Like a Hole, the when they signed Nine Inch Nails, they were trying to get him to be like a MTGM or, yep. or something like that, yeah. and so he came out with Broken and was like, "Fuck you guys!" Yeah, right. So that's number two for sure, and that's probably like close to tie. I, I would say Systems number one because they got me to pick up the guitar, and then third and fourth. I don't know. That's really hard. Um, probably Trivium because that's mm. I think when I actually got into metal, uh -huh. like because it was System of a Down, and then which album? Um, heart, uh, pull the heartstrings to my martyr. Oh, so uh, ascendancy. Yeah, ascendancy. That's the yeah. one. That's the one. Yeah, that when I heard pull the heartstrings, that's when I was like, oh shit, this is really good. Oh, right. Right. So, oh, right. See, see that that got me into like going more into metal because prior to that, I literally would just learn all of the System of Down songs. I got made fun of in high school. My senior yearbook picture is a white background with a System of a Down jersey, and I have the Iceman. And I literally just <laughs> fucking yeah, made that toxicity yeah. music video. It's like I was obsessed yeah. with them, right? Yeah. So I got made fun of it because I was pretty obsessed. And then, um, uh, so Trivium got me into metal, and then All Shall Perish after that. Ooh, yeah. Really yeah, bummed that's a great band. Then after that, once I heard All Shall Perish, I was like, oh, shit. And then I found Black Dahlia. So I think oh, yeah. it'd be Trivium yeah. and All Shall Perish is my third and fourth, and they helped me build into everything else. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think I'd... Be listening to this, or I'd be in different places listening to different things if I had not started with those four bands. Right. What about you, Dizzle? Damn. I know. <laughs> so right? many. You had time too. <laughs> like. yeah, I was thinking the whole time. Yeah. Um, let's see. I guess uh, you know, starting from the beginning would be. I, I got to throw like Lincoln Park. Out okay. there, because they were like the bridge mm -hmm. in between like rap, yeah, and like heavier music. I agree, hundred percent for me too. So like, definitely like them. They like pretty much started me off on the journey of like yeah. heavier music, and then um, probably I'll also have to say 
Earth, Wind, and Fire. Hell yeah. Oh, that was my first yeah. concert. Really? Yeah. 95. Earth, Wind, and Fire. The it was fucking, the fucking greatest show I've ever seen, dude. Uh, I love what they do. Like, super, like, funky. Yeah. Oh, but I love like, the funky the bass beats. The, yeah. Everything, dude. They had so many people up there. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like their melodicism, like, vocally and, you know, instrumentally. Super fucking inspirational. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like, Iron Maiden. Mm, okay. Iron Maiden is definitely the one thing because I, w- I was into like anime and like video games like yeah like, when I was like growing up and so like I didn't know but I think like subconsciously because they use like a lot of like metal and mm-hmm. stuff within mm-hmm. you know yeah. the soundtracks yeah. like they they would use like these cool fucking like third harmonies and yeah. stuff and, yeah and then, like, I listened to Iron Maiden, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is, like, anime metal. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know? Okay. It's like, it's so... That's sad. a crazy connection. Yeah. Crazy yeah. connection, dude. Yeah, I was like, that's so fucking cool. You know, and then probably last but not least, the the band that got me into, like, progressive, like, heavier metal was Periphery. Oh. Periphery definitely was, like, this influence, like, I like showed it to him. Yeah, yeah dude. Like, he showed me it, and I was Bartol. like... Yeah. You're welcome. Totally <laughs> mind-blown. And, like, fucking... I remember one time I was on Mushrooms, and I, I listened to P2, which was their second yeah, album. Yeah. And I was, like, at home alone. I, I specifically got off of work early, and, like, I was like... I was like, I'm going to take these this fucking eighth of mushrooms <laughs> when I get home. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so, like, just... So easing into that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had a mindset, back though, dose, like, motherfucker. Yeah, I had, like, the best trip I ever had, and I fucking turned on P2, and I just, like, went on this journey, and I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, the greatest music ever written. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So, like, definitely. Now, the question is, have you listened to P2 without the shrooms? And you still love it. That's what counts. That's what counts. I listened to it multiple times, actually, because like when he told me about Periphery was when P2 had just got released, like maybe like a cut, like a year or two yep. before. Oh, okay. No, it was like, and I think so, like literally like six months before because we're sitting in the car in the cold in the winter somewhere. And I was like, bro, you gotta listen to this band. Like they just came out with a new album. And I, I showed him the first album first. And then I showed him bits and pieces of the second. And... And then he was like, bro, I'm all over this. Yeah. <laughs> that and like Tesseract. Yeah, I think I showed totally him Tesseract. Tesseract. Oh, yeah. I watched him with Gorgier at one yeah. field, dude. Tesseract's badass. Right, right. It, it changed my whole perspective of like, because before like progressive music to me was like Dream Theater. Oh, you know, right. yeah, like, okay. Um, Mike Portnoy. Yeah. Fucking. Opeth. Opeth. Opeth was another really good Yeah, Opeth's great. Tool is Tool. Tool was one of the first bands that got me into like. Born of Osiris, right? Music with like off time signatures, oh, and stuff. okay. But then, like, I listened to Periphery and it was like metalcore, but like also like progressive, right? You know, mm-hmm. unlike you know, Kill Switch Engage, which was more like you know, 4 4, yeah, yeah, style, yeah, you know, which is amazing, but like Periphery did it different, and that's yeah, just, like Make Total Destroy on P2. That shit's so brutal when fucking Spencer does that. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, right? yeah. oh, you got me. <laughs> right. They have the Bruce Dickinson oh style like vocals, you right, know, right. Like how it's like super high. Yeah, that, but not that's very my many fourth. bands do that. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the reason why, I like, like, when I got into um, uh, Vela Maya was in, um, what was that album? Uh, Double Speak? I think it's the album. I don't know if the album's called Double Speak, but uh, it's their newest one. But I love how he sings very beautifully, but it's all, like, super sad, dark yeah. fucking stuff. I'm like, damn, he makes sad shit sound super happy. And yeah. It's very beautiful. It's so good. Yeah. And at the time, too, I was really obsessed with, with the TV show Westworld. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. they did that cover on the album. And I was like, this is so fucking good. Yeah, they have a, a the song Follow Me on the newest album. It starts off not like a cover. Yeah. And then it does this breakdown bridge where the piano comes in. Okay. And then the guitars kick in. I was like, oh, shit, this is a Westworld cover. That was so good. <laughs> and I was literally, I was like, I got to cover this. I got to cover this piano song. And then I heard that. And I was like, mother. Is there is there a song in your uh, that you guys have heard before that you're like, I wish I had written that? That, that cover. That, that one right that, there. Because I was I literally got obsessed with um Westworld. because uh, the Westworld, the whole the second season is almost like how I felt like spiritually in LA. The revolution from the con- confines and all that stuff. And right. that's how I felt like I was like, wow, this is hitting that spot yeah and then i was like i want to do a cover yeah and then literally like two months after i was Shoot's talking hard about to find. It, yeah I, f- I found them and i heard that cover and then i was like they should have fucking picked this cover for the song <laughs> yeah check the oil it's, on the top. <laughs> it's like where you stick your gum under your desk you know? it's, <laughs> right just up <laughs> under there somewhere <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, so that that's the one song that uh-huh. I I've been like fuck. I wish I would have heard of Villa Mile earlier and found out about Westworld uh-huh. earlier. But I don't think I would have done a better song, a better cover. Really, it was so good. Yeah. Now Villa Mia, like definitely, uh-huh. I was going to mention them, but I had to like think of the things that started me off. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Villa Mia for me was older, so it was not a. I don't know if it's a top four for me. I mean, I love them now for sure. A lot, but I got to give give love to the guys that started me off. Yeah, well, you know, it's cool because like over time, your your taste will always change. You know, you're you're gonna find newer bands. You're gonna find bands that maybe you didn't hear of that were from you know decades ago. That you're like, oh shit, how how did I not know of this band? You know, and it's funny because like I think a lot of times when it comes to pretty much any genre for that matter, is you know you'll you'll hear something and you'll be like, oh, who is that? And you get those people that are like, how do you not know who this is? And it's mm-hmm. like, because uh, I've never heard of it. Like, I, yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what's, what's wrong with saying, like, I don't know it. Like, introduce me. This is your chance. Yeah, <laughs> I got to give a shout out to this chick on Instagram called Sister Destroyer. Sister uh-huh. underscore Destroyer. She's this hot Russian chick who poses with vintage records of metal, metal oh. records, crash records. And uh-huh. I have found the most... Like old school thrash, like I, I found Running Wild from her. Uh-huh. Uh, what was it? Um, There's a whole bunch of other bands that I started listening to because of her. And every time she posts a new hot picture with an album, I'm like, that's I'm checking out that album. And she has the best <laughs> underground metal. Yeah, best underground stuff. Yeah, she does it good. I'm like, I told her, I'm like, make a calendar and I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, because she's pretty hot and she has the best taste in metal. The best taste in metal. Is it? Is it her taste, or is it somebody else? I don't know if anyone's Hold handing her one. the. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing that, but <laughs> it's some yeah. really geeky metalhead behind the, yeah. the camera going, 
you're gonna hold this one. She's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like whoever it is, thank you. Yeah. Wearing a gimp mask. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh shit. Well, we want to thank you guys so much for being on here. It's it, it's been really fun. You guys kick ass. Is there anything you guys want to plug? Your channel uh, besides channels? the one you already did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, or plug it again. Fuck it. No. My wife's um, nail salon uh-huh. called Nail Junkies. Oh, Nail Junkies. Okay. She does amazing work. My wife goes to her all the time. Nice. All you ladies who want to get your nails done really well, super art, professional, whatever the heck you want, they do it. Um, yeah. He's all, I have bills to pay. <laughs> Guys, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2022. Yeah, yeah. baby. And uh, our, uh, our, our uh, YouTube page, Ghost Lives Matter, we have three music videos up there. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of us, check out Dreams. Dreams is I, my all-time favorite on the album. Is uh, Dreams Melt Still Beams. And then my wife has uh, Haze Works, is what she goes. It's X, not K at the end. And that's where all of our artwork is. Like she also doesn't just do paintings. She's she does macrame cribs, okay. uh, macrame chairs. She's doing a macrame shirt right now. Um, wow. Macrame um, hammocks, all sorts of other different stuff. So check her out if anyone nice. wants anything done. Also, uh, SoundCloud, Dizzy Days. All right, all right. You'll, you'll see all the future GLM stuff on there. Nice. Right, and I'm writing like new music. Like, I'm going to be fucking putting down on there, so. Sweet. Hell yeah. He, I think he has, like, four albums already written. Like, he doesn't yeah. stop. He doesn't yeah. stop. Machine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here, like, with the, the new guys. Like, come on, guys. Right, yeah, yeah. You got to chat up, the one to do. Pick up the pace. Y'all see what this yeah. is doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the lyrics down for the first song of the next album. It's amazing. It blows nice. my mind. Can't oh, wait. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. We can't wait. I'm a, I can't wait to play this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next time, the next album we're going to drop is going to have way better production. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, you guys already got it mapped out. Who are you gonna? Get Not yet. We, we're we're getting the uh, the drummer and the basses up to speed for the old album, and yeah. then we're gonna start going into the new stuff. Yeah. So right now we're just we're just training them all, training them all, and awesome. Yeah, getting on the road as quick as we can. Yeah. Yeah. You guys gonna get a full tour going? Uh, just do like a mini point, tour, West Coast tour. I think we're gonna do something like that at the beginning, like uh, like how you were saying uh, we were talking about earlier about like us being too old and not having enough time. Oh, right, so right. To me, right. this is like the time. Well. Like a guys club, a vacation. We get together right, once, yeah. you know, every so often and plan a two week vacation to go do something. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's how we, that's how we plan it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only way I could get away with it is right. if I tell her it's about music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell my old lady. Uh-huh. It's my dream. Do you yeah. not want me to live my dream? <laughs> yeah. 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 Get the band back together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, again, <laughs> well, again, thank you guys so much for being on here. Yes, thank you. So we'll have to have you on here when you guys get that stuff out and record Absolutely. it. That'd yeah. be great. But yeah, otherwise, yeah. thank you guys for being here. Uh, thank you to everybody who's watched. We will see you next time on, a, on our next episode of the Dark Figures podcast. And again, if you haven't yet, hit that like, subscribe, and follow button and that notification bell so you can see when we put out new content. Until then, have a brutal night. Have a brutal night.